Hey Climbers, Brent here, and before we get into the show, I want to let you know about a killer event that's coming up. It's the Martha's Vineyard Songwriting Festival, and it's coming up September 12th through the 16th in beautiful Martha's Vineyard. We're going to have a great weekend of music, workshops, and networking. I'm co-headlining the weekend workshops with my pal, Jimmy Yeary. Jimmy wrote, I drive your truck for Lee Bryce. Everything's going to be all right for David Lee Murphy and Kenny Chesney and a bunch of other stuff. Joining us will be hit songwriters Byron Hill, who's written hits for George Strait and a bunch of others, and Jesse Lee, whose hits include Peter Pan for Kelsey Ballerini. We'd love to have you join us in the vineyard. You can get all the details and reserve your spot today at Martha's Vineyard Songwriting Fest. That's Martha's Vineyard Songwriting Fest.com. All right, Johnny, do your thing. Welcome to the club! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. What is leverage, you ask? Leverage is a strategic advantage. It's the power to act effectively. It means you're bringing something to the table that they desperately need that's more than your talent, that you've got business going on, and they need you just as much as you need them, or they need you more than you need them. That's why we called this the CLIMB, C-L-I-M-B, creating leverage in the music business. And you're going to need leverage more than talent before you're going to get forward and, and get what you want out of this music business. So the person who came up with that amazing acronym is my good friend and my co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent is an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And what I love about Brent is he also helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro, and on a regular basis... He connects you to the pros. So you can find Brent real easy at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They help you find your sound, and they help you grow your audience so you can become the artist that everybody loves and so you can get paid. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists such as Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That's production, singular, with no S. Hey, Johnny, how's it going? Good. What's going on, brother? Ooh, I think it's going to get real today. It's going to get really real. It really real. Yeah, I got a lot going on today. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we've spent about an hour before we hit the red button just just catching up on life and we're like let's turn some of this into a podcast yeah just download yeah just download glad i could be there for you thank you you can get up off the couch now and (laughs) and pay me 150 for the hour and just for those of you who are wondering you will not see me on this six o'clock news tonight climbing a tower with a gun that's right thanks to brent baxter in my listening ears (laughs) well um yeah you know what we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about who's holding you down all right Who's holding you back? It's is it the man? <laughs> a lot of people think so. The man is who I hear. Survey says <laughs> the man. Man, it's the man. The man. But uh, before we get into that, mm-hmm. let's do uh, a little bit of business. So, yes. hey, if you haven't joined the Climb Community yet, please do so. It's on Facebook. Search for the Climb Community. Ask to be let in. We let everybody in. And if you misbehave, and you'll know it when you misbehave, because we'll let you know uh, if you do it too much. We are going to roadhouse you, and you will be out. This is a cool place, man, where uh, artists, songwriters are getting together, talking about writing songs, Mm -hmm. talking about marketing, talking about different ways to cut through the clutter and and get ahead in today's music business, asking questions, getting answers from other people, and still 
Brent and I are in there helping out as well and, mm-hmm. and, and weighing in on, on every post still to this day, which is cool. Um, secondly, uh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Mm-hmm. All those magic full episodes every Tuesday will appear right in your podcast player on your phone. And every Friday with the mini-sode, whether it's Song Title Challenge or whether it's Expand Your Brand, it's all going to be there. You don't got to think about it. You don't got to remember to click on something as it shows up in your feed. Mm-hmm. Like it's all there and ready and packaged in one spot. And you can go there back you go. to it when you need it. Um, thirdly is share it. The best compliment you could give us is telling somebody else about it and turning them on and saying, hey man, I learned something from this, this motivational, inspirational, educational, these guys are for real and and you should listen to it too. I think it would help you. It's going to make you look cool. It's going to help them and it expands our brand and and that's the best compliment you could give. And then finally... um, Rating and review. Rating and review. Yeah, leave yeah. Take, take thirty seconds. Leave a five star rating and a review, and 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 let people know why you're listening to it and what's mm-hmm. going on with that. Speaking of which, speaking of which, we have one. All right, this one is from Gratis Boy One Twenty One, and it's titled "Hey Y'all," but it is a tasty five star review. Boom. Yes, we love these. It says this is the podcast that got me into podcast. So. Brent and Johnny are both great guys and have a wealth of information to offer. Johnny is one of the best marketers I have ever met, and Brent is a great songwriter. If you're interested in music business or songwriting, it is a must-listen. From Todd, former intern. Boom. Totally unsolicited, by the way. And and unpaid, I'm sure. (laughs) He was an unpaid intern. That's That's right. right. So thank you, Todd. We appreciate it. And I'm Thanks so glad nice I turned stuff. him on a podcast. That's cool. Yeah, that's like, great. Yeah. It changes life. Like man. not 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 our podcast, but podcast podcasting. In general. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like he's like all of a sudden he's like oh, he told me that before. Like I'm dude. I'm, I'm he's a junkie now. You know. So awesome. that's cool. And there's a lot of good stuff. By the way, speaking of which, um, guess what I was listening to last night and this morning, part one and part two, the Mac Davis interview on that podcast that you turned me on to. Yeah, the Songcraft show. So good, dude. Yeah. So good. Oh, my gosh. Like, Mac Davis is just like my freaking hero. Yeah. He's the sweetest man on the face of the planet, and I love that he's so cool. Yeah. He's just so good. (laughs) So good. But listen to that. So anyway, uh, let's get down down and dirty into some nitty gritty here. Um, So I'm going to tell you a story. Um, uh, uh, about um, a friend, like a dear, dear, dear friend. Um, I'm going to try to make the story as quick as I can, but there's a lot of layers to it that uh, that I had to let go of. You know, let go of your friend. That I had to let go of my friend. And uh, one of the hardest lessons that I think every human being has to learn in life is how to let go of your friends and mm-hmm. when it's time to let go of your friends. When it's time to... What I mean by let go, sometimes you let go completely. In the case I'm about to tell you, let go completely. I know mm-hmm. looking back. Like I'm not even in any kind of, every once in a while comments on a Facebook post, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other friends I've had to just shift gears on. Yeah. I can really like, eh, this has to be over here. Yeah, you're not in the driver's seat anymore. You're, you're in the back seat. Yeah, like it's you're not too trunk. messy when it's here or there or whatever. Yeah. So um, I come off the road. I moved to Nashville and I start working out. I'm at the gym, and this dude comes up to me in the gym. I'm wearing a T-shirt from uh, this really, like, one of the most killer clubs we've probably ever played called the Button South down in Miami in Hollandale Beach Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Great rock club. Like, I mean, 3,000 people there, like, every weekend, no matter who was playing. And yeah. you're just total backstage rock star thing. It was cool, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and I had that T-shirt on, and this dude comes up to me out of nowhere. And I had some bad habits coming off the road. And I don't mean, like, drug habits. I mean, like, like... Uh, interaction habits because yeah. when you meet like so many different people like every single night mm-hmm. you sort of develop a 
I don't know how to explain it, but it's like a routine, a character. Uh, yeah, like a routine. Like yeah. You're not really paying attention. You're never going to see him again, but you're polite. Hey, man, cool. Yeah, great. Awesome. You know, yeah. but, but but you're not really connecting with them. Right. Yeah. And because you're never going to see them again. Yeah, probably. You know, so it's not like you're going to learn their name and get to know who they are and everything like that. They just want right. to come over and say they really like the band. Me, you guys are great. Thank you. Thank you. And you have to be gracious and. And I, I'm, I was grateful, but I, they're not gonna. There's only so much energy you can give out. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. And only so many names you can learn them one night, you know, yeah. and then multiply times six, you know, times 365 days. I mean, it's like right. ridiculous. So um, this dude came up to me. He's like, "Hey, man, I played that club before." I'm like, "Oh, cool." You know, and we got in a little conversation. He's like, "Yeah, I'm a guitar player." And you know, I've never heard that before, right? Yeah. And, not natural. And um, we should get together right sometime. Yeah, man, it'd be great, awesome. You know, and I go and do my workout and. Yeah. I, I mean, he took that appropriately, so it's kind of like a blow-off, you know? Like, I, yeah. I'm not going to probably ride with this guy. Like, I'm not yeah. going to hang out with this dude. Like, I just met him in a gym. He's just weird. He just came up to me out of nowhere because that's the kind of guy he is. Yeah. And <clears throat> next time, he hit me up again, and and uh, and I said, uh, he's like, let's get together. And I said, well, you know what? And I, I told him the truth. I said, I'm going on vacation, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to be gone for like two weeks, and when I come back, maybe we can do it then. He's like, okay, give me your number. And he closes me on my number. And yeah. I gave him my real number. I don't know why, but I gave him yeah. my real number. So I come back from vacation, and like the day, I, like hours after I pulled in, the phone's ringing. He's like, hey, this is, you know. So-and-so. So yeah. so-and-so, uh, let's get together and do that right. I'm like, like I yeah. told him I was going to do that. You know, yeah. all right. So dude comes over to my house. Knocks on the door, opens my door, comes walking through with a guitar and a six-pack of beer. Like, I don't even invite him in. He just walks right past me, brushes past me, goes to the fridge, puts beer in, pulls one out for himself, opens up, like, oh, hey, man, you want one? I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, if I, come on in. Like, what the hell? And, <laughs> yeah. and then, seriously, we sat down that night. He's a great guitar picker. We wrote, like, two songs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can uh, love in a yeah. romance. You know, like, yeah. I was like, this is cool. Okay, so this dude, though, changed my life forever. Uh, turned me. Uh, he's the guy that showed me that I was like a like a born star at selling, mm-hmm. sell anything. Yeah, and that changed my life because he showed it to me. He, he he was working for this company. He's like, you need to come work for me. You'd be a rock star there, I promise mm-hmm. you. And and he closed me on that deal because I was trying to be like the bartender, and I had worked at the stockyard for a little bit. And now I was like at. Uh, trying to bolster my resume at the time if you were to TGI Fridays as a bartender that was a big deal and yeah. I was trying to get to the boundary where the writers were hanging out because <laughs> yeah. that was the cool bar the industry hang mm-hmm. I have my whole plan mapped out but I'm making yeah. 40 bucks a day at TGI Fridays and he's like you're a chump dude you can be making way more money than that yeah. and he slams me into showing up for work and I go there and in short order he was right like he saw it in me I didn't see it in myself and mm-hmm. and I'm 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 the number two sales guy right behind him yeah. and um, and making more money I ever made in my whole life, and coming off the road of fifty bucks in my pocket was a good month. You yeah, know? like yeah. Yeah, my bills are paid, but I don't got you know, I can't spend anything anywhere. Right. Yeah. And uh, so, and just started this whole thing, which led me to out to L.A. and and a sales job out there. And now I'm, it, it took away. I mean, I just want to give you the depth of what this person meant to me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, the rest from that moment forward, I've never lived in fear of not making a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was able to do this company and start this company knowing I was going to be living like a jerk for a, a number of years yeah. and everything like that. But I didn't have to worry because I knew I could go sell something and make money. Mm-hmm. Any I could sell anything yeah. and make money, and I was going to be okay. Like I was, there was no deep down worry of what am I going to do. Yeah. Like I, I got, I can do this. So that peace of mind, that's incredible, right? Yeah. Um, 
So fast forward. Now this guy's got a, a really uh, horrible girlfriend that he's with for 13 years. And mm-hmm. it's typical. I mean, she gave blonde hair and big boobs a bad name. Yeah. And she is vapid, a complete tool. Um, a horrible singer, wanted to be a singing star. Mm-hmm. Horrible actress, wanted to be an actress, just wanted to be famous. Yeah. She just was completely unaware that she sucked at everything. Like, and I don't yeah. mean like a little bit. I'm not being... I'm not being subjective. <laughs> I'm being objective. Like, yeah. terrible, right? Yeah. And um, and uh, along with that comes the entourage. Like, we've got to be... Uh, mm-hmm. She felt better when she was surrounded by 20 people who worshipped her for... Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Like, for nothing, you know? Yeah. And and it just created all kind of weird social situations and everything. So it was, like, a l- toxicity there, right? And yeah. I had, over the years, like, they had... I'd moved out to California, and they came out like a little while later, and yeah. and uh, we were they were all trying to hang out together, and and you know stuff would happen like they all, the whole entourage would go to a restaurant, and half of them would leave and stick him with the bill, and he'd want to split it with me, and I was like, you know, uh-uh. mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> no, I got a steak and two cocktails, I'll pay for that, pal. Yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not part of this circus here, and yeah. so then. Because that got weird, I just stopped doing that, you yeah. know. And hey, it would only only be him and me hanging out together. Anyway, um, long story short, I make this dude like my best man at my wedding, mm-hmm. you know. And um, it's uh, but already, you know, I'm distancing myself from him and his girl, but him and me hang out, and mm-hmm. and so that's already going on. But I make him best man at my wedding, and he just screws the pooch, right? Like, yeah. like uh, it, we we had like a a killer wedding storybook wedding mm-hmm. literally my wife was on the cover of a magazine like <laughs> yeah. my ex-wife uh, wedding magazine and uh, it's out in California on the shore and um, instead of throwing a, a, a rehearsal dinner my parents threw a party like at a hotel they ran out of room and just open bar and hors d'oeuvres because it was a destination wedding mm-hmm. so yeah. there's like 120 guests and they're all just there having a good time getting to know each other before the wedding and and that night like so this his girl's like a, a, she's a um, she's on these things called bench warmer cards. They're like trading cards, like football cards or baseball cards, but for girls in bikinis. Okay, yeah. Okay, so this like vapid crap. Yeah. And so there's some sort of bench warmer party going on. He's trying to recruit people from my freaking wedding party <laughs> to go support her yeah. at this other thing in LA. And, and everybody's like, who is this a hole? You know? Yeah. And I'm like, ugh, you know? And so that went sideways, and then the wedding happened, and she was late because she's always late. And he was worried. My it came down to the point. My mom had to grab his hands, like right before I walked down the aisle. Like you need to be here right now, you know? Yeah. Like stop it. She's gonna show up or she's not gonna show up. There's nothing it, you can do about that now. Not her wedding. You're here. Yeah. yeah. You got you know snap out of it. And uh, so after that whole thing, there's a lot more details that I'm gonna leave out. But uh, it was just I go on my honeymoon and I realize. I gotta let him go. Like this is ridiculous. Like this yeah. is there's nothing going on anymore. And he changed my life forever. I was so grateful for that. But I held on way too long. Yeah. Way too long. And trying to let him go to the point where like two days in, I it's all I was thinking about. I wasn't getting any sleep. And my wife at the time just sort of sticks her head in like, hey, uh, remember me? Yeah. You know, I know what's going on in your head. I know you got a lot of crap going on. But this is our honeymoon. You gonna yeah. let that go? We should and I have like, other stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you're right. You know. And then that was yeah. it. I let it go. I came back and it was done. I haven't looked back. So I'm talking about that with one of my mentors, and he's like, man, that's the hardest lesson that people learn, right? Like, how to let somebody go, mm-hmm. especially if it's a toxic relationship. It could be a significant other. It could be a family member for an artist. It could be somebody in your band. Mm-hmm. could be, uh, you know, somebody that, that has meant a lot to you, that's changed your life forever in a really positive mm-hmm. way, but now, for whatever reason, you're growing and they're not. So there's this... Um, 
there's this there's this video I'm gonna play for you guys right here in the microphone. It's it's I'm gonna put the link up on the on this site. Mm-hmm. It's it's a two and a half minute video. We're only gonna play one minute, a little a little over a minute of it, like one and a half minutes. And of why it. is that, Johnny? Because this is a video of Snoop Dogg talking about the Gap. Okay, and it's a really really important video. Like mm-hmm. I show this to a lot of my artists because mm-hmm. I have this conversation often, right. and I still have these moments in business now, like because mm-hmm. we're growing and there's people that aren't gonna grow with us. Right, and when they've when it's clear that they're not going to grow and the gap gets too big, then you've got to let them go, right? right. So um, this is Snoop Dogg. It, he gets real Snoop Doggy the last half. I'm not going to play that. We're not going to play that. Try right. to keep so this clean. The first half is clean, what we're playing, and then if you want it, the whole unfiltered Snoop, the full Snoop, you can go to the show notes and it'll be linked up there. Right, so check this out. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. the same person so it couldn't affect me it never got bigger than me and i see the same you know thing with yourself as far as being connected with all your homies how you started off and how it was all about you and your homies that's what it was about with me me and my homies making sure everybody eat making sure everybody's involved but as you grow you lose certain homies because it's called closing the gap this is the gap when we start this is the gap as you grow. Notice how you grow and they don't. So how do you close the gap? You got to come back down. Mm. When you come back down, you lose. Mm. So you got to keep going up. That's why closing that gap got to be them mm. catching up to you. And if they don't catch up, you got to leave them behind because you get to the point now where you got to start cutting out. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you can't look back when you cut them out because if they meant to be there, they're going to be there. Yeah, because I had to cut out family members before me and my cousin dad fell out before when me and him fell out it was like how do you fall out with i taught you everything you know Mm -hmm. i put you in the game Mm -hmm. and you go against me but that's what the laws of the game do it it puts you in a position where sometimes you have to have these types of situations to see who really supposed to be there indeed so you hear that man 
Like, t- you, that, you've been through this? I have been through that, yeah. And it's and that was that was tough, too, because, you know, like what happened with me and, and my story, uh, you know, music business-wise, was I had, like, nothing going on. And then I had an Alan Jackson cut and single. Yeah. And a hit single. And so then I get a publishing deal. So I have all these more opportunities writing with people and stuff. And and you don't I didn't write with everybody that I used to write with. And part of that is work ethic, dependability, you know, that kind of stuff is a big part of it. It's not who's got a record deal who doesn't or who has the publishing deal who doesn't. Because there are several people that I wrote with for years after that that didn't have the accolades, but they were my guys, they showed up. I really liked the songs they we worked. wrote. They yeah. worked. And they were working it. So and, and they were interested in being songwriters. And they were, right, exactly. They showed up, they did it. They were professional, even if they didn't have the accolades yet. So I didn't leave, like, everyone behind. But there's some you did. And they're, at one point, and this is years down the road, one of those original guys got to a really dark place and was just burned out on the business, negative about so many things. And so it just seemed like every time we got together to talk about business or maybe to write or whatever, everything was why we can't do it why it's not going to work you know I, and I'm trying to be positive and, and like well you, you know you try this kind of thing and he's just he's chopping everything down with why it won't happen why it can't happen I don't worry about that guy anymore yeah. you know we've written once over the past several years because like I can't be watching that negativity I'm here to you know get songs cut write great songs sit in a room and complain and seeing all, you, all the closed doors is not going to help me find an open window right and it's just killing my energy and making me depressed. Yep. You know, it's like, I'll be there for you as a friend. We still see each other and hang. But I'm not knocking down his door to try and get in a room with him because it's it's not helpful for either one of us. It's just going to annoy him. <laughs> he's doing this thing that yeah. he's kind of over, even though he's good at it. Mm-hmm. And it's really going to bug me. He got then bitter. I'm like, he got bitter. And now, now, now he becomes toxic. Exactly. And that stuff is catchy. Yeah, and you got contagious. It's right. It is contagious. And you know, like when people who've learned to overcome toxicity and learn to overcome and keep a positive mind and and get on that track and and start to create success, whatever that means Mm -hmm. for you, right? Like, um, but you're growing. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that you're 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 moving upward. Um, Man, you don't want to be around that toxicity, you know. And you got to cut it out. And I see too many people get caught up with the they want to be loyal mm-hmm. they want to be um, they, they feel disloyal I guess would be a better way mm-hmm. and so they feel like they can't leave yeah. and uh, and I'll tell you what like I, there's a lot of people listening to our voices right now that um, they got people trying to cut them down mm-hmm. because if, if you make it that means they're a loser and they and you're you're just by doing what you do and what you're supposed to do and what you're born to do and what you're working really, really hard to do, they're not working that hard and it's mm-hmm. embarrassing to them. Right, yeah. They're, they're embarrassed at themselves, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so they get wound up about it and so they try to spit that poison in and, and cut you down. And, and, and you know, Have you heard the crabs in the bucket no. thing? Oh, you haven't? Okay, this is great. So apparently it's a thing. You probably look it up on YouTube. But okay, so you... You know, you fisherman or whatever, crab fisherman. You put one crab in a bucket, what's it going to do? It's going to crawl out. Right. So how do you keep a crab in the bucket? You put in other crabs. Really? One crab starts climbing out, the others will pull that sucker back in. Really? Will pull it back in, yeah. I totally didn't know And this. so that's, you only have to put a <laughs> lid on it. Yeah. Because the They'll other crabs will pull it back in. 
So yeah, man, and we gotta you know avoid the crabs. Yeah. In your life. Avoid metaphorically. The... <laughs> well, or and realistically. Road, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and literally, just well, avoid all crabs yeah, in general. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's this freaky thing. You want to crawl right out, and the rest won't let it. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I got a, I got an artist right now that uh, uh, not an artist, a musician that I'm I'm very close with that is um, just has a long history with me of mm-hmm. getting in his own way. Yeah. Especially so, right when it's time. Right when there's a real big opportunity, mm-hmm. something that could, you know, looks really good on the resume, could maybe the create level. a new relationship that could take you to the next level, yeah. and then that you were just about to say the word self sabotage. Yeah. yeah, and then does yeah, I'm gonna here's the here's here's why instead of being grateful for what I've got before me, I'm gonna complain. Yeah, and I'm gonna and not only complain but um, what's the word I'm gonna use like attack. Yeah, right, like verbally attack somebody right yeah. and it's not just yeah. me like it's just this reputation he's got with a whole lot of people for mm-hmm. doing this and and it, it, deep down inside he didn't really feel like uh like he belongs there yeah and and that's the thing I, it either it comes from not believing you're worthy so you're going to blow up any opportunity you get because you don't feel like you belong there and if you do you'll be exposed maybe as not being worthy yeah. and not being good enough and this this person in this case is very talented it's not a question of talent yeah and you know, and they're afraid of being exposed. I've heard it before uh, said by uh, a football player, actually, a, a pro football player, and he was talking about, don't be afraid of greatness. I thought that was, I heard this years ago, I thought that was kind of an odd way of putting it, right? Like, sort of silly, who's, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, who's afraid of greatness? Isn't that what we aspire to? But the more I, I, I see the world and people, I'm like, oh, no, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like A really will, common thing. Yeah, will blow up these opportunities where they could shine. They're like, nope, got to slap some mud on me so I yeah. don't shine. For And they don't even realize what it is or why they do it. They just yep. do it. And if that's someone in your inner circle, that shrapnel is going to hit you too. Yeah, collateral damage. Collateral damage. You'll be that collateral damage. And they don't, they don't maybe not mean it. They don't know what they're doing or why they're doing it. So it's not personal. It's not like they're, you know, some people may want to hold you back for the reasons you talked about. Some people just, that's what they do and you're just, yeah, collateral damage and unless you're a psychologist who can get in their head and fix that which you can't you just got to dive out of the blast radius and let's go let's go down that road for a second Mm because uh in that conversation with my mentor i was talking about the story that i started this podcast out with this episode out with um here's the way he explained it to me because i was like man he he doesn't even realize he's not trying to hurt me yeah he doesn't. He he's not coming from a bad place, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, but you know what, Johnny? He said the damage is the same, isn't it? It is. And he goes, let's take uh, friendly you know, fire uh, kill you just as exactly. easily as enemy fire. Right? He goes, let's. He goes, he goes, let's talk about a drunk. Let's let's talk about a, a hitman, mm-hmm. a hired hitman who goes out and uses a car as a weapon to wipe out a family of five mm-hmm. on the road to kill them all. And he was paid to do it. It's horrific, right? Yeah. Now let's take the drunk driver, just mm-hmm. trying to get home. Mm-hmm. He does. He doesn't have any intention to kill anybody. You know, drops his cigarette, tries to go down, crosses over the center line, and wipes out the family of five. Yeah. It's the same ending. It is. Yeah. The damage is still the same. All those lives were wrecked, and the lives that orbited around those lives were wrecked. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whether they intended to do it or not intended to do it. That can't be a mitigating circumstance. Yeah. There can't be a reason to keep hanging on. 
Yeah. You know, and I will tell you that this musician that I'm telling you about is somebody that I've been a mentor to for many years. Mm-hmm. He's come a long way. Mm-hmm. Not far enough. Yeah. Not far enough. And, um, and still, it just comes to the point where you're just exhausted and you're like, you know, I hate, I hate having to do this. Yeah. You know, especially when it's somebody that you know, somebody mm-hmm. that you really, really care for. But I feel like a lot of people do that even they hang on too long on people that they don't necessarily really care for. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe they don't dislike or whatever, but it's like, yeah, and they just let it go on and go on and go on. Man, you got a nip inertia. Objects in motion tend to stay in motion. Yeah. You know, just kind of, it's the relationship momentum. It's just kind of there and it's going and. Yeah takes that energy to, to make that break. That's and right. That's right. And and I, so I get that's what I want to talk about. I mean, I really think that um, this is a huge life lesson. There are a lot of you listening to, to our voices now that, that know you're already thinking about who this is. Yeah. And There's some face or two that's yeah, popping up in your head. That's right. And you know what? Like, it, go and watch that Snoop Dogg video because he talks about the gap and he's got his two hands close together, maybe like an inch apart. And he's like, mm-hmm. that's the gap when you start out. Yeah. And then he raises his hand up, like mm-hmm. really high. It's about a foot above the other one. He goes, now you start to rise and the relationship is going to change. Either yeah. it's going to end mm-hmm. and you're going to leave them behind or it's going to shift gears. Yeah. And you're not going to be as tight and spend as much time with them as you used to. But the only way for the gap to close there's only two ways for the gap to close out there. You come down, which is the normal yeah. rectification. You stop rising, you start. Yeah. Yep. And, and Or they've got to come up to meet you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I mean, there are people that just, I don't have that crazy of a world. But mm-hmm. there are people that are good friends of mine that they can't hang on my world. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, I you know, there's, there's friends I can think of right off the bat that get a little germy. Yeah around anybody that might have a name that, that I might be out with or working with or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the way that they behave when they're gurmy Reflects poorly on you. Not cool, man. Hurting your business. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're not trying to screw it up. Yeah. Like the, the, this one person I'm thinking of actually tries to be funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll try not to. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they start to like, they want to feel like they're homies. And so they start like cracking jokes and ripping on. The, yeah. Whoever the name, the whoever yeah. the person is that they know, yeah. and and it's just like, no, it's like, it's like, you just need to shut up right now and, and, <laughs> and just relax and hang. You know, why right. can't you just relax and hang and talk yeah. like a human being? Like, why this is you don't do this with me? Like, yeah. why are you doing it with him? You know, yeah. like, what's going on? And and so, uh, you know, sometimes they're just not real to hang, and yeah. and that's okay. But you got to recognize that, and you got to make a move. And you got to protect your energy. That's a phrase that you used earlier mm-hmm. in this episode that's really, really important, you know. And I'm really, uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm able to bounce back and, you know, from all the potholes that I've hit in my life mm-hmm. is because I am protective of that. And I'm very yeah. weary, wary about, you know, who's going to occupy my time and what kind of thoughts are going to get in there. Yeah, I mean, I, I blogged about this recently at, at freddy.com. Uh, about you know, show me your friends, and I'll show you your songwriting future. Yeah. And it's you know the stuff you hear from you know Jim Rome and those other people about you know you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah. Or people tend to earn within ten percent of what their close circle of friends earn, or that kind of stuff. It's people that you're rubbing elbows with that are going to rub off on you, right? Yeah. And so if you're like for a songwriting perspective, if if your friends are 
not writing many songs, they're not demoing, they're not pitching, they're not doing that stuff, you're not going to do as much of that either. Yep. If they're not going out actively seeking stuff, you're probably not going to do it as much either. But if your friends are scheduled every day, they're writing, they're working at the stuff, they're making contacts, they're pitching songs, they're doing. You're probably going to do more of that too. Just keep kind of keeping with the flow of traffic, mm-hmm. in a way. You know how you, if everyone around you is driving faster, you yep. tend to right just yep. keeping up with it, not even consciously aware of it. Yeah. Or if they're slowing down, it's the same kind of thing. And yeah, I'm not saying you know go leave your family. I mean, I have, the five people I spend the most time with are my wife and my four kids. So at least I'm younger. Yeah. I guess on average. <laughs> So it's not really that, you know. But I have to make I have to make a, a point of hanging out with positive people like Johnny, you know. And, and we talk and we dream together and yeah. we encourage each other and we, you know, show gratitude and we and we you work know, and we work and we we apply it. Yeah, we do. Yeah, and and that's that's that, that's the difference. And you know, I have other people in different areas and other places that are dreamers and and doers and and that sort of thing and try to find those people, even if they're not in the music business Mm -hmm. if it's still those people that are excelling in other areas that mindset of i'm doing stuff and that may be hard to find in your hometown you may have to find people you know what i think it's hard to find if you're not looking for it yeah uh if you're just comfortable if you're just if you're just like you said the inertia well we're just here we're just along Mm -hmm. in this boat over here and we're just going to keep rowing and and i think what you're saying if we summed it up into one sentence is be intentional yes about who you hang out with yes who are you hanging out with who's holding you back mm-hmm. and who's pushing you forward who's pushing you up that mountain right and who's got a hold of your leg and trying to drag you down that mm-hmm. mountain and then make some very specific decisions yes. on how much time you're going to spend with each, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Ty Lopez talks about the 33-33-33 rule. Spend a thirty-year life, thirty-year uh, time helping people up, help mm-hmm. bringing people up. You know, giving back, whether that's a church, whether that's another band, whether that's uh, you're being a mentor to somebody, and you're mm-hmm. you're you're talking down the ladder and helping them climb the ladder. Spend a thirty-year time with your peers, mm-hmm. but spend a thirty-year time with people. Who are higher than you and go and seek them out. And we've yeah. talked about this in prior episodes, but you know, if if you don't think you have anybody in that town, start with a book. Yeah. You know, I just had a conversation. A library card is an incredible <laughs> investment. <laughs> right. I, well, when I started this company, like one of the things I, I said was every time I get a new client, I'm gonna reinvest some of that money mm-hmm. like on a couple books. Yeah. Guess what that reinvestment costs? Like every time I get a new client, like twenty bucks on a used book on Amazon. And then I would read it. And now there's like massive selection of books that I've read. And people come over to my house and like, you read all these books? I'm like, yeah. yeah. And they're like, why'd you get them? And I tell them the story. They're, they're interested. Like, how did, there's a story there, the right? Books? Like, books? Yeah. Books? <laughs> Words on paper? But there, that's how you can get proximity to people that are high. And then I promise you, you start doing that on a regular basis. And then all of a sudden, those mentors, mm. I swear to God, they're going to show up. Mm-hmm. They're going to appear in your life. God's yeah. going to put them there. Yeah. You know, and say, well, here, like you, you're, you're thinking about this the right way now. I feel like you're ready and this person can make an impact. Well, you know, it's a thing where you buy a silver Toyota Tacoma truck. And then all of a sudden you start noticing all the ones on the road. Yeah. The they awareness. were there. Always. But now that you, you have that focus and you think about it's a thing. Right. Now you start noticing. Same thing, I think, with those mentors. You, That's right. Your antenna goes up and you start tuning into that frequency because through the books, through podcasts, through 
people that you already know, that kind of stuff, you tune into that frequency. So you start going, oh, oh, you're from the mothership, you know, you, and you're you more start recognizing to, it. You start yeah. recognizing you're more likely to speak up and start talking that language a little bit because yeah. you've been importing and downloading that, that language and then that mindset and like attracts like. That's right. And, and you know what you're not doing? You know what your tenants aren't focused on? The negative crap. Yeah. You know, like you're, you're, you're decidedly pushing that out of your life. And, mm-hmm. and no matter, by the way, who they are, because oftentimes they show up yeah. as a f- trusted family member yeah. that all of a sudden, for whatever reason, has decided they're going to they're gonna try to hold you back. And at that yeah. moment, then you got to, like, you can shift gears. You don't have to cut them out completely. Sometimes you do. Yeah. Sometimes you can just shift gears and say, you know what, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do that. I'm gonna, I'm going to be over here with this group of people. So yeah. anyway, guys, that's it. Who's holding you back? I want you to ask that question and 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 do something about it. Talk with some people. Think about it. But um, listen, uh, if you if you need some some one on one help here, if you want to 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 continue to grow and to continue to widen that gap from those other people, uh, we can help you with marketing. We help you grow your audience. We can help you become the artist that everybody loves. And there's a method to the madness. It's not rocket science, but you've got to be asking the right questions. And and a lot of times it's very very uh, strategic and very customized. It's because I can promise you it's different for every artist that we have yeah. on Daredevil. So uh, info or email said info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no s. Info at daredevilproduction.com. Put consultation in the subject line. Let me save you the suspense. Yes, there's a charge, but it's worth it. You're investing in knowledge of yourself, and we're going to get you fired up and on the right track. So um, that said, uh, join the Climb community if you haven't already. Reach out and subscribe to the podcast to make sure all those episodes come directly into your phone. Share it with somebody. If you like it, if it's helped you, it'll help somebody else. Let them know. You'll look cool, and you'll help them out, and that's a way to help them climb up the ladder as well. And then finally, uh, leave a rating and review, guys. This this uh, podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points.
FantasyPoints.com. Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 